You have to set boundaries in your own way. How I set boundaries and the words that I use are not going to be yours. Mm. So then that kind of, you know, we have the conversation of what would it feel like for you? What words might you use? You know, do you want to come out forthright and say all of these and set the boundary? Or might you have to warm up the conversation, feel them out to see how you can set an effective boundary? Because if we just start like going and throwing out boundaries and we're not following through with them, then what's the point? Because you're just wasting your energy. Welcome to the Conscious Leadership Podcast, where soulful entrepreneurship and holistic mind-body wellness meet to help you heal, discover your soul's purpose, and change the world. I'm your host, Gabby Ortega, entrepreneur, psychology expert, social media maven, and soulful leadership coach. And it's my mission to empower you into becoming the light leader you're meant to be. Each episode will be diving deep into topics that will help you gain personal mastery over your healing and mind-body wellness, while also giving you practical tips and tools to help you create, market, and scale a heart-centered business around your soul's purpose and life mission. Whether you're in the beginning of your self-awakening journey or a seasoned inner work god or goddess who's ready to step into their leadership as a soulpreneur, this is going to be your new favorite place to be. We know that you don't just want to feel happier and more fulfilled, but you want to deeply know yourself and powerfully step into your life's purpose while creating massive abundance around your mission. That's why I've created this podcast for you, the light leader of the next generation. Welcome home. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Conscious Leadership Podcast. I am Gabby Ortega, your host, and we have today someone who is very special to me, Jen Greiner. She is a holistic wellness coach with over 10 years of experience as a mental health professional, working with individuals to improve anxiety, communication, and boundaries. And I like to think of her, honestly, as the boundaries queen. We talk about it all the time together, and she is like the expert in boundaries. So we're going to get into that today. Um, But she helps people reclaim claim their power and live the life they've dreamed of. And she also is a star Ignite alumni and a dear, dear friend and fellow healer. So welcome, Jen. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Gabby. I'm so excited to chat about boundaries. It's so important. And I always tell this story to people who meet me, like not just like on the street or randomly, but but to my clients and whenever it comes up, I'm like, just don't feel guilty about not knowing what a boundary is or having heard that in the context of healing um, and like reclaiming your power because it's not something that's talked about often or has been historically because I did not know about it until I was like 26 and it was shocking how simple the concept is but also how um, transformative and profoundly impactful a, a simple no can be in your life you know whether you're saying it to yourself and holding yourself responsible for something or you're saying it to someone else to um, assert your uh, you know space and taking up space and a little bit of power uh, you know it is a, it's a really life-changing word yeah I think growing up as women especially you know boundaries weren't something that was ever discussed, you know, you were supposed to, well, at least I grew up in a, you know, prim and proper society where there were rules that I had to adhere to. And if I set a boundary with someone, it was, it was really taboo. So now that we're in this new age society where we can stand up for ourselves, especially as women and step into our power and place all the boundaries that we can to benefit ourselves and our, you know, every aspect of our lives. Yeah, absolutely. So for those who are like listening, who are like, oh, I've heard so much about boundaries everywhere, but like, what is it? (laughs) What would you say is like, what is a boundary? Yes, I get asked this question all the time. You know, I talk about boundaries, assuming that everybody knows. And I get a lot of my clients who just give me that stare and are like, what? what is it? And there's so much shame too. At least I felt when my therapist said it for me to like, I was like, Oh, like I like have like, like a lot of degrees. Like I had like, I have an undergraduate degree. I was like summa cum laude. And like, uh, like I feel embarrassed to ask, but like, what is a boundary? Hey. And of course, when my clients ask me, I'm like, Oh my God, like, I am so sorry. Like, yes, let's start at the basics. I, I don't want to assume that they know everything because I want to make sure that we're on the same page, especially when it comes to boundaries. 
So simply, I describe boundaries as a limit. Sometimes, you know, you might describe it as a rule, but really it's, it's a limit that you set for yourself that you don't want to go past, you know, thinking about energetics or just protecting yourself, keeping yourself safe and in a good place. It's a limit that you set to make everything better. Mm, yeah, there was a visual and I'm a very visual learner. Um, if you're a visual learner, this might help you. It, it's kind of like for me, I was like, well, that sounds nice. But like, what does that feel like? And to me, it feels like and looks like you have a little house on a plot of like beautiful land and you have a nice fence that fences in your house and your house is you and that's where you're you are your little vulnerable heart and soul and wonderful juiciness you're there in that house and then um you know you have this protective fence that kind of surrounds the house not in a way to tell people get the fuck out of here but it's like it's inviting it's a nice fence it's a loving fence but it's also like a hay this is you have to ask permission to kind of come within these uh you know these property lines you have to be invited into this space and otherwise if you push your way in um i might get a gun no <laughs> i mean like that's what you think of in like old western films like people on their porch are like oh get off my land um but like you know for real that's when we get triggered right that's when we get traumatized sometimes that's when damage can happen and especially as children or as women and like when we were kids you know we're told we don't are we're not allowed to have any uh you know especially i think like people who grew up in our like era in like the 80s and the 90s and the early 2000s like you know it really was like helicopter parents and no boundaries or codependency and like all of this stuff yes yes and i love that visual of the house with the fence oh my gosh i i'm gonna use that all the time because of, of course i'm gonna tie human design into here too so, oh, yes. Oh my God. I was hoping you would. <laughs> of course we wouldn't be, you know, talking without it. Um, so for me as a projector thinking about, you know, that, that fence that I view as my safety, that is how I protect my energy so that I don't get burned out. So my strategy is to be invited. So if someone comes up to the edge of my fence and they're like, Hey, Jen, do you want to go on this wonderful adventure with me? Of course, I'm going to fling that gate open and be like, yes. And go running out because I feel safe. And they invited me. And to think about it another way too, is when people push your boundaries. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's when someone is like hanging over the fence and you're ready to go inside and get your gun and be like, you got to get out of here. But so many times someone is maybe not even hanging over the fence. Maybe they've taken it upon themselves to open the gate and come on in and you're feeling really scared and you're not in your power and you may not even own a gun, let alone think to like go inside and get some, some way to protect yourself. Yeah. You just freeze or you fawn or we get into that fight or flight. You know, it's kind of whatever your default, uh, you know, trauma response, stress response really is. And because these, because, you know, it's invisible, right? It's not actually a fence that you can like walk around in this like plastic bubble all day and be like bouncing people off of you. Um, you know, it's really murky and nuanced and like, it can get very confusing. Like what is a boundary that's healthy? What is a you know, boundary where I'm just cutting someone off and I'm not, you know, taking any responsibility or like, what is like, what would you say are some like signs that you have maybe healthy boundaries and maybe some signs that you have porous, you know, loose, too loose of boundaries or too rigid of boundaries, like like the, the Goldilocks of boundaries, if you will. <laughs> right. Yes. That's a great way to think about it. Yeah. With, with the boundaries, it, it, they're not tangible. You can't see them. So what I do with all of my clients is find a way to see them clearly. We need clarity. So a lot of times when we have healthy boundaries, you may not even see them. I I've connected with a lot of people on Instagram who are like, do I have boundaries? And I'm like, well, well, of course you have boundaries. And maybe they're working or maybe they're not there. So you don't really know when they're working. So again, human design, if your boundaries are working, chances are you're feeling yourself theme. So for projectors, if my boundary is working, I'm going to feel successful. I'm going to have interactions that leave me feeling successful. For all my generators out there, you're going to be feeling satisfied. 
you're going to have that satisfaction and feel really good. If you don't have boundaries, chances are you're going to have your not self theme. So for projectors, bitterness, for generators, frustration, the mm. other, every single generator that I talk with boundaries about frustration is real. That is a yeah. feeling that they are feeling all the time. And if, if your boundaries are too rigid, you may feel uneasy, uncomfortable. It's this, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like a, a friction inside that you're just like kind of almost crawling out of your skin. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it doesn't feel good. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's like the pendulum swings like so far in one direction or the other, sometimes depending on our life experiences. And I love that you incorporate human design because it is really different. Like I said, different depending on your energy and you know, it's nuanced depending on your experience. Um, I know like for me personally, I had my whole life like really porous boundaries. So like really loose boundaries. Like I, I know what my limits were ish, like ish, like very loosely. Um, and to my people pleaser just overrode all of it. And the fear of like, I mean, I would feel it in my body, the fear of saying no to somebody, um, the fear of like rejection or abandonment or being made fun of or being like just whatever, tortured, killed, whatever might be that I'm bringing from past life as well. Uh, you know, it's layered, but that intense fear comes up, you know, when I was gonna say no. So what ended up happening was I started working on it and then I was just, I was, I saying no to everybody and then i was like all the way in the other direction and just being like fuck you fuck you fuck you fuck you fuck you like get out of here oh i'm asserting my power and then i was like i was like wait wait, wait. this is this doesn't feel healthy either um this feels this feels wrong and you know it's kind of like i think that's the natural course though you kind of go like if you're in one direction then you go way far in the other until you find your balance and you're like kind of homeostasis because we have to try out you know different like levels of boundaries to like figure out okay what What's my style? What works for me? What do I need? How do I even say the things I want to say? Um, but now I feel like in this really, um, you know, I would say if I did have to give it like a degree, like out of 10, 10 being like rich, super rigid, one being super porous, I'm probably like a, like a four. I probably should be like a five, six. I, you know, but you know, I'm not going to judge myself here, but I don't know if you can, if you had a similar experience or, uh, or I mean, if any of your clients have. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, most of my clients come in and they're at anywhere from like a zero to a three. They're mm -hmm. usually on the low end because that's the problem that they're experiencing. That's where they're struggling. They don't have any boundaries. They don't know what to do, but they know that they're feeling they're not self-themed. They know that they're getting that uneasy feeling or the fear, the, the trauma response that's coming up. So often we, I like to swing the pendulum in the other direction. I can be very black and white with, with talking about boundaries because I can see it so clearly. So I really like to give my clients the 10. This mm. is how you can set a boundary. You can say, I'm feeling this way because of this and I want for this and I need you to not communicate with me anymore. I, I like to you know give it really drastic, like let's cut off all communication. So that they can give them like the, give them like the most extreme because then at least they can like adjust their nervous system just in case. Right. Usually I see them like tremble and they're like, I don't really have to do that. Do I? And I'm like, no, what, what I've learned working with so many different clients with boundaries is you have to set boundaries in your own way. How I set boundaries and the words that I use are not going to be yours. Mm. So then that kind of, you know, we have the conversation of, what would it feel like for you? What words might you use? You know, do you want to come out forthright and say all of these and set the boundary? Or might you have to warm up the conversation, feel them out to see how you can set an effective boundary? Because if we just start like going and throwing out boundaries and we're not following through with them, then what's the point? Because you're just yeah. wasting your energy. Mm, yeah, that's a that's a really good point. You know, I think there's we hear a lot about setting a boundary, but nothing about following up. Which I don't know. Oh, we were talking about content ideas. You should talk about that. Um, you know, because like what doesn't get talked about is like what happens 
after you set the boundary? What happens after you say, hey, that doesn't work for me? Or even how do you say it? Because like, obviously it's different for everybody, but there's, in my opinion, there's kind of a good way. It's like, I like to tell, like if I'm setting a boundary, I like to think of it as like a really empowering teaching opportunity to teach somebody how to love me. And instead of like thinking about it, it's perspective, right? And it's like, either you can look at it like, oh, I'm punishing somebody and gonna make them feel bad. Or it could be like, I really wanna have a deep, intimate, safe relationship with this person. And this is how I get to empower them to step into what I need so that I can feel safe to be in that. You know what I mean? And if people don't have, if you, they can't read your mind, right? Like, so if people don't know, you can't really say they're not showing up for you or that they're violating your boundaries or complain about it. Because like, if you're not actually letting them know what they are, then how are they supposed to show up? So like the way I like to do it is like, think about what it is first, obviously, like really sit with it. If you're feeling like someone's doing something that doesn't feel good, or you're doing something to yourself that doesn't feel good, or you're putting yourself in environments that don't feel good, what is it that doesn't feel good for you? And really journal about it and explore what it is that comes up. Then when you kind of understand that, ask yourself where, like what part of this is coming? Because it's from both. What part of this is coming from right now? And do I need to set some boundaries? And what part of this is also deep healing that needs to happen from maybe core wounds around abandonment or not feeling worthy or being hurt or traumatized as children, you know, or whatever it might be? Because both layers are being activated, you know, the present and the past always. So, you know, when you kind of know, then you can figure out what boundary you want to set. And when you set it with people, I like to give them like what you're doing well. It's like a a review, like, hey, so I really appreciate that. Like you feel so open sharing with me. This is something that happened to me. I feel I'm I feel so honored that you feel so, you know, comfortable sharing with me your your stuff that's going on. Um, And never a but, you know, just an and. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's really hard for me to get a very long text message with a lot of heavy dumping of emotions on there without like a little bit of a trigger warning. I'm having a little bit of a hard time right now and I'm kind of sensitive. Would you mind like checking in, you know, before you kind of send those messages kind of dumping, like letting me know, hey, do you have the the spoons for this? Are you in a place where you can hold space for me? And the person was so receptive and they were like, oh my God, of course, I'm so sorry. And I was like, no need to be sorry. Like you wouldn't know um, unless I told you. And now like really for me as a trauma survivor, it's so important as an entrepreneur who's like holds a lot of space for a lot of people at once, I have to be sure that I can like, I don't get bombed with anything that's gonna throw me off as much as possible, control that. And that means communicating that boundary of like, I love you and this would be helpful for me. And usually the people who are really there for you will, even if they feel some kind of response, will be able to kind of go, okay, yeah, of course, you know, let me try doing that. And it doesn't mean they'll do it every time, um, but at least they're receptive. And now I get to have these safe relationships with folks who get like my energy needs and they respect that and I respect theirs and boundaries help us really all get along. So while I think, I I don't know about you, but I've heard a lot, oh, I don't want to hurt anybody, cut anybody off, or, you know, all of those things, it separates us. It actually, for me, brings us closer together in a much more intentional and integrous way. Absolutely. I, I think boundaries are a proactive way to protect yourself. And in, in setting a boundary, you're also communicating to someone how you're feeling. Hey, I'm in this place right now. And it's not where I can be open to hearing you or to receiving what you have to give me. So can, you know, can, can we try again tomorrow or can you check in with me so that I can prepare that I can be in a good place. I can protect myself and, you know, we, we can do the great work that we're going to do together. Yeah, exactly. And that it's okay. And that you're not responsible for other people's responses. If you are like setting a loving boundary and they have a really big response to it or they feel super wounded or rejected or abandoned or angry, take a deep breath and know it's not you and that you're in your right to assert yourself and take up space and other people's stuff may get triggered and that's where their self-responsibility comes in. Yes, that is what I, I find myself repeating over and over to, to the same client to really reinforce that because the people pleasing 
and the responsibility for other people's emotions or reactions is so real for people. And that's that perspective piece that their perspective is, oh, I'm responsible for the outcome of that person. So really reminding them like, no, you are only responsible for you. And we are setting this boundary because you need this. So how can we prepare to not be responsible? You know, what mantras can you say right after you set that boundary to say, I am only responsible for myself? Yeah, absolutely. And boundaries like will set you free, you know, like it's it's a fence that ironically like sets you free. I mean, just my living, my human design as an emotional projector, the boundaries that I have needed to set to protect my own energy. At first I was just like, if I set all these boundaries, like what the fuck am I going to be doing with my life? Because I'm going to have all this downtime to recharge and protect my energy. But once I was able to sink into that and really let myself enforce those boundaries with myself first off and then others as well. Oh my gosh, I have more energy. It has set me free. I am just like, now I can handle these things. I'm in a place to be invited, to be open, to receive. So I really needed those boundaries in order to, you know, up-level myself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that because then you do feel safe to expand. You know, when you feel, when your unconscious knows and your highest and your soul and your highest self know that they're in charge um, because they will step in and go, no, 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 thank you here. And no, thank you there. And we're going to remove our energy from here. We're going to take care of ourselves. There's this like, and I hate the word fearlessness because there is a lot of fear, but there's almost this like door that gets open where you feel the fear. And there's this sense of like, I still got it, you know, and I can like, I can show up for this like way more than that's way more effortless. I'd say than and in flow and in alignment than when we push, you know, push through things that don't feel safe and try to expand and try to do the things that we're just not ready to do, you know, before we're ready to do them. Right. One thing with boundaries, do not push, do not push your own boundaries, you know, try your best to not push on someone else's boundaries because you know how it feels like, but it's like you said, with, with that fear, it's the space with boundaries. You are creating the space Mm. for yourself to experience, to feel, to process, to be when that fear comes up. And again, as emotional projector, when that fear comes up for me, I I really need to sit with that fear. You know, my, my strategy is with my authority is to sleep on it. Mm -hmm. You know, I need to let those feelings take their course and not make any decisions until then. So I really need the space so that I can, I can make really good decisions that are in my best interest that usually involve following through with boundaries too. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And boundaries are everywhere, guys. We got to get used to them. We got to like, you know, every aspect of our life, there are limits, right? On things and things, you know, and we can expand those limits, but only if we feel safe and in control to do so. Right. When people say to me, like, I don't have any boundaries. I'm like, okay, well, are you eating yourself out of house and home? And if you like sugar, are you just like binging on all the sugar you can get your hands on? Because that would be me if I didn't have my boundaries around food because mm. I love sugar and I just love snacking. So of yeah. course I would be sitting on the couch, you know, being gluttonous because why not? So yes. I need a boundary for myself to not do that because that is not in my best interest whatsoever. Yes. And like, literally I'm like, so funny. Like I have to put boundaries on myself for like how many puppies I decide to take in. (laughs) Or maybe it's more of a Devin boundary, but like (laughs) we have four now and I'm like, I could take 10 more. And I'm like, Gabby, no, like you're going to be stressed out and burnt out and like too much to do. Right. But that's such a great point that that not only is a boundary for yourself, but that's also a boundary in your relationship because 10 dogs to take care of. Devin might be feeling a little left out. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Because your girl has only so much time in the day, right? Right. And then if we don't have space for ourselves because we're caring for, you know, all the animals that we want to rescue and all of the people that we love in our lives, you know, that's when when we start to fall to the wayside. Mm. And 
I think it's safe to say we all know what happens when we stop taking care of ourselves. Oh yeah. This was me recently. Actually, I was going in, I was in launch mode. We have ignite 5.0 coming up. And like, I was just like, had so much I wanted to say. And I was posting like four times a day and I was like attached to my DMS. And I was like, I realized one day I was like, I haven't taken a shower in like three days. Like I went in the pool, but like I did not go in the shower. And it was, I was like, Oh my God, I'm getting a little depressed. I'm like, okay, I'm getting a little burnt out. You know, that like anxiety, depression blend that is burnout started to creep in. Um, but what it came to mind when you were talking about this is what, what happened next was like, ah, oh, yes, giving myself some limits, giving myself some boundaries uh, and saying no to working late or, you know, like burning the candle at both ends um, and saying no to those things allows me to have a space, like you mentioned, to say yes to more things for me. And that is what life is about, you guys. Like we say no to things, other things, so we can have that energetic space um, to be able to say yes to the things that we actually want. And, and if you don't know what it is that you want or what it is that you value or what it is that you want to make a priority in your life, sit the fuck down this weekend and get that list together. Because once you have that in front of you, then you can live your life in accordance with what's important to you and um, what you want to prioritize and what you want to invite in. Because when that's right there, when and you see something that doesn't match with that list, you know you can say no to that. You know that's something you don't need. Right. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened for me um, a, a while ago. Well, gosh, probably like last year, I was realizing, you know, I'm on my phone too much. It doesn't feel good. I'm stuck in the scroll. You know, so, so that's how I discovered I needed a boundary because this wasn't working for me. So that's a lot of times where you can discover where you need a boundary. What isn't working? Mm -hmm. So I decided to unplug for the weekend over the summer. I've been taking Fridays off. So I unplug, meaning I do not open Instagram. I do not open social media. Sure. If someone texts me or calls me, you know, I'm a, I'm a bit more fluid with that, but there are weekends where my phone is off and away from Friday morning until Monday morning when I turn it back. I see those. Like, don't you go camping and you're like out in nature? Oh my God. I like, I live for those. And you're like, I am back. And then here's some photos. I'm like, oh, I love how you gave yourself permission. Yeah. I needed that boundary being in nature, unplugging, you know, just being with myself is so important for me. That was what I wanted. So in order to really get what I wanted and feel good about it, I have to unplug. I can't have those distractions. I can't have other people's energy. So unplugging and just doing what I want for the weekend allows me to come back Monday with so much energy, ready to go and ready to give myself, my mind, my, my spirit to all of my clients and everyone else. Mm, yes. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm a big proponent of everything you're talking about. So I think one of the last things I want to kind of touch on and maybe get your opinion on is, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, like I know how to set a boundary, you know, but they don't listen to me. And we talked a little, we actually didn't even talk about it. We talked about it and then we went into something else, but like the follow-up, right? So like, how do we, what do we do after we set the boundary? A lot of us know how to set the boundary, but the person receiving it uh, doesn't like it because like newsflash, um, if you have never set boundaries before or, uh, you know, or with yourself, you probably won't like it either. Um, it's, a, it's a change, right? This person or yourself, you're both, you're not used to kind of these new ways of being and these new quote rules. Um, and so there might be pushback and especially with family and the people closest to us who you think would be supportive. They're actually the most reactive and that's has a lot to do with triangulation and family systems and all this nonsense and trauma. But if we could simplify it, like what do we do if we're struggling with people in our life who are not accepting our boundaries or if we've set the boundary and we don't know and they're difficult and then we just drop it because we don't know what to do next? Yep. So through all of my, my years of experience, I have really three pillars when it comes to boundaries. And these three pillars kind of came about when I was working with families around parenting because I was seeing parents needing to enforce boundaries with their kids. And a lot of times they were like, what do I even do? So the kids were running amok. The parents were so frustrated. The kids aren't listening. I'm like, of course they're not listening because what, what are your boundaries? There, there are no rules here. There are no limits. Like who is the parent? So to help 
them really step into their power and set boundaries. So this goes to everyone because we all need to set boundaries. The, the three pillars that I, I swear by is the first structure. So you need structure around creating that boundary. So when we talked before about like the zero to 10, you know, where, where are we, where does this boundary fit? That's kind of where you get the structure. How can you structure your life or structure this boundary to fit your life for what you need? And then the second is consistency. And with consistency, getting really clear on your boundary. What do you need? Because like those parents who were just like, I want my kids to listen. Like, <laughs> okay, then we're going to need a lot of consistency with that. But there might be a lot of different boundaries. Mm. So if you can kind of hone in on your one boundary so that you can stay consistent with consistently enforcing that boundary, because the third is follow through. Yes, you need to follow through. Like, you know, we know we can only pay attention for 30 seconds. Like if you're going to set a boundary that might take, you know, 45 seconds for you to say that person, you know, is already distracted. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have to say this boundary multiple times. And the more in the more like you've longer, you've known the person and you've acted differently, like maybe maybe you didn't have this boundary and they they're used to pushing it like the more they're going to be like almost like children who like try. Oh, are you tight with the boundary here? Are you tight with the boundary here? And they'll go like on either side and they'll try and push and like they'll see and then they'll go, okay, 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 I get it. This isn't changing. So you kind of have to show up for the gentle like, nope, (laughs) like push them back. Nope, 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 nope. That's this still here. I work with so many women who are working on enforcing boundaries with their mothers. And it's yes. so funny. Every time they're like, well, I set the boundary. I, ha- you know, we came up with the, with the structure and I set the boundary and, and even the next week she pushed my boundary and, and I followed through. I was consistent and I did it again and she still didn't listen. And that is where I just have to sink into my feminine and remind them that this is going to take some time. <laughs> We're going to need yes. to say this again and again, because mom's going to be like, no, I'm the mom. I, I can do whatever I want. It's like, no, but mom, I really need you to listen to my boundary. And can you please respect this? And I will keep reminding you because I love you, but it's going to take some time. Yeah, absolutely. And then the other like follow through part is consequences. And that all these can be quite as nuanced as well, right? So let's say, um, you know, it's really great. My mom and I worked through so many boundary things. And now we're at like such a beautiful space. And we have such a close, like deep bond, I feel so close with her, and so respected by her, which is really important for me. And mom, if you're listening, I love you. And thank you for being patient as I explained my boundaries to you, because it was not easy for her to adjust. And I, I really honor that she showed up for that because not everybody does but like i just want to say the other side of that is like you just step away from the relationship a little bit you give a little distance as the consequence it doesn't have to be a huge thing and there were times where i had to really distance myself because there were things that she would bring up that i just told her i didn't want to talk about or you know things like you know a big thing for me growing up was like my weight i've always been you know a mid-sized gal and like you know for for the aesthetics of the time it was like atkins diets and really skinny models and like all that stuff and you know so growing up, like I have, I had a really bad relationship with my body that I've worked really hard on um, protecting now and, and cultivating a really loving relationship. It took years. And so not to hate my body. So um, you know, when, when she might say, you know, she used to say, Oh, you know, don't you want to like get a salad versus like this sandwich? And I'm like, I really don't though. Um, you know, little, little things like it was out of support. Like she just, you know, in her perspective, in her time, it was like, you had to look a certain way. And now we're really reclaiming that like body image, like body positivity, like looking any way we fucking want to now, but that's not how it's always been. And so it comes from a loving place. And it's also like brings up childhood 
wounds. And so the the boundary is like, hey, do you mind if we just like not talk about food or calories or working out? Like it just is really hard for me. Brings up like some of my disordered eating habits and like binge eating things. And I just don't want to feel icky. And it did take a few times because these processes are unconscious. Like things just pop out of people's mouths. It's not like they're like, I'm going to intentionally hurt you. But then you have to be like, hey, you know what? Why don't we talk about something else? Oh, you know what? I really don't like talking about this. You remember we talked about, you know, like kind of like not talking about this topic. Um, and then usually it's like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I totally forgot, whatever. But if they do not respect that, you kind of do have to take a little energetic step back and say, you know what? I'm going to take a step back. I love you. I need some space. And just that removal of you from that person's life, um, not even life, but just energy, because you're not like cutting them off. You're just kind of taking a step back and not being so available they're going to say, oh my God, I don't want that. And I better show up for this boundary because that's how this person will be back in my life. Um, and it is about protecting your energy. It's not about making anybody feel bad. It's just like, you need to feel safe and you deserve to feel safe. Right. And in that space too, is where the understanding can happen. So, um, I have had to, gosh, I have been placing this boundary with my mother for years because I just recently discovered my mom is a Manny Jen. So mm. she has all the energy, even though, you know, she, she still like, she's not outwardly exuding energy, but she has that energy to do stuff where as a projector, as a non-energy being, I, I don't. I'm like, I'm a Manny Jen and I'm just thinking about being a projector being raised by a Manny Jen and like how that's got, how that was. <laughs> Right. It can be exhausting, especially when it's just me and my mom in, in the house together. I was raised by a single mom. So, you know, luckily I, I had her energy to feed off of, but when she's only coming for a weekend and she's like, we're going to do these 10 things today. (laughs) I'm just instantly overwhelmed. And I'm like, can, can we do a little bit of a reality check here? Like, can we really get all those things done? And please remember my boundary that I need to take a break. I'm not one to take naps, but like I need to go sit down in front of the TV for at least two hours and zone the fuck out. And it was only uh, the last time it, it was cold. So early spring that my mom came up to visit for the weekend. And she's, of course, talking about all the things we're going to do. And she could see just this kind of almost like dread wash over me. Like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be so burned out. And in that space, you could see her understanding. It finally kind of clicked where she looked at me and she was like, oh, you need time to rest. I recognize that. Let's make sure that you have a couple hours to spend by yourself this weekend. I love that. And just like the exorbitant amount of love that I had in that moment for my mother, for seeing me, for seeing my needs and respecting the boundaries that I've been trying to place for years. Mm, That must've been huge for, I mean, just like, it seems like a small thing, right? But energetically, it's like a huge, like almost like a, (sighs) yeah, it was a relief. Like, wow, I can finally stop trying to meet her energy and then be burned out, incapable of doing anything afterwards. And then taking literally for me days to recharge, to get myself back to a place where, where I can function and do what I need to do on my own. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so, and it's, it's so great to hear these stories because I think a lot of people are afraid to step into the space of, um, you know, boundaries and especially with family or parents or siblings or partners, um, and the people that we're closest with, because we're so afraid of them rejecting us and abandoning us. And look, it's not that that doesn't happen. Some people are just really not willing to meet us where we are. And that is a grieving process. If you're willing to let that kind of go for inner peace, which to me is worth it. Um, you know, because why keep forcing yourself into a situation where people are going to punch you in the face? Like it just doesn't make any sense. Um, you know, consider, like you mentioned before the consequences, that's, that's a realistic consequence that you might face by setting a boundary with someone. And that's something to really think about, you know, when we're creating that structure around setting that boundary, you know, really thinking is, am I ready to set this boundary knowing that I may lose this person? 
Yeah, definitely. And it's not that you'll ever be ready. I think it's like, you know, it's like, it's like, but just mentally go there and just sit there for a minute before you jump in and make sure you, you feel number one, you're in a safe space, like to do that. If you're being, if you're in an actively abusive relationship, if there's domestic violence happening, if the person is not stable, do not set a boundary. Um, do not use that as your opportunity to take up space. It could be actually threatening to your safety. So really assess that stuff, assess whether or not you're in a space where you can emotionally take on perhaps losing this person um, in your life and go through that grieving process that we all go through when we shed you know people from and things from our lives which is a normal process but it takes energy and it takes time and you want to make sure you're in a stable enough space uh, internally that you know you can kind of take this on so don't do it when you're going through a breakup and then decide to do boundaries work with your like narcissistic parents <laughs> like please <laughs> And support too. You know, mm -hmm. I, I talk, check in with every single one of my clients. Who are your supports? You know, setting this boundary is tough. Preparing yeah. to set this boundary is tough and following through can be even tougher. So who do you have to support you to check in, to say, Hey, this is really hard. Like I really don't want to set this boundary again. So you need so many supports to help you through this. Yeah, community, community, coaches, therapists, guides, whoever it is that is an expert in this. And Jen <laughs> um, is one of them. Um, yeah, you know, get that support and get that guidance because there are methods to doing this work that, are, you know, keep you safe um, to make sure you're doing it in the most ethical and, and, and aligned way so that you feel good about it and you're not just like throwing hard boundaries left and right for no reason. Um, but deeply understanding because this is a lifelong thing. It's not just about the one person in your life who you think is difficult. You're going to see that there's patterns to what you're allowing, you know, go, to go on in your life in all areas because it's all interconnected. And so really getting in there and fixing this stuff is going to help you get so aligned with what makes you feel alive and joyous and expansive. And, you know, your life is going to change. And it seems like, oh, boundaries are nice to have. They're need to have. If you want to really take up uh, space in your life and like experience the full like Monty of what life has to offer uh, you need to be able to like focus your energy where it counts and that starts with saying no to the things that you don't want and making sure you're only having the energy that you have is being spent towards the things that are really driving that the stuff that you really yeah. want I had to go through that you know, as I as I've been making the transformation because it's so important for me to find happiness it's so important for me to be happy. So it was really hard to begin setting boundaries with the things that were not making me happy, the people, the events, the activities, the places, but it was in my best interest. And in a way I had to declutter my life. I had to get rid of the things that were contributing to the negative energy that were dragging down my frequency so that I could fully step into everything that helped me be happy and raise my vibration so that it's much easier to live in my higher self all the time. Oh, yes. And it's a painful part of the process. There's shadow work that you have to do. Um, you're probably going to feel like really, it's hard to do alone. You're probably going to feel really like, just like, ah, and stressed out and overwhelmed. And, you know, if this is you and you're listening to this and everything we've talked about, you're like, oh my God, this is hitting home. Go to Jen's page, hit apply, get on a call with her, talk to her about like what she does and how she helps. But boundaries are her jam. Like that is her specialty. And you guys know, I don't bring anybody on here who I haven't personally worked with and don't know really well. Um, and don't like, I mean, I know Jen really well and I, she, I stand by her. She is a really amazing practitioner with that clinical background that, you know, I like love about our little weird niche of therapists who are like, fuck it, we're going on our own. Um, you know, because there's so much wisdom and knowledge with her. And she also embodies and does the, walks the walk. So, you know, she knows what you're going through. Um, she can relate and she can guide you and be this really ethical source of resource for you as you step into this. So don't do this alone. You guys, it's really hard. It's hard to keep it going. It's hard to do the follow through when you are losing people. It's really to have that constant of your coach in your life who you can talk to and say, Hey, am I doing this right? Hey, you know, I'm feeling really shitty. Like I'm feeling really alone. Like, and you guys can talk and you can connect and you can feel not alone. It's so fucking important because that handoff from 
where you were to where you're going to be is really tricky. And to have somebody holding you through that leap is everything. And it's going to save you. You either invest time, energy, and or money into your life, into anything that you do. So you're either going to waste time doing it yourself and waste like that you can't get back and then waste energy that's really hard to get back rather than just spend the money, invest in it, make the leap much faster, much smoother, much more easily, and then just start living your best life ever because like that is what's waiting for you on the other side of this, all of this resistance, all of this stuff that comes up and we're like, maybe later, it's not important. Like this boundaries is the reason why, is one of the core reasons why I've like healed my mental health stuff with depression and, and anxiety and, and post-traumatic stress disorder. It's why I've built my business, it's how I built my business. Um, you know, it's how I continue to grow and it's how I continue to heal. And like, you guys, it's the key for me to like everything. And that's like, that's what I'll say about that. You got to go check Jen out. Absolutely. I agree. <laughs> everything you just said, 100%. <laughs> Can you tell I love boundaries? <laughs> I, I think you love them almost as much as I do. I know. And in the past life, maybe I was like a boundaries teacher or something, who knows, but um, no, it's been so awesome chatting with you and you guys, if you have any questions about Ignite um, and you're like identifying with Jen, you're like, I like Jen, I'm like Jen, I would love to work with Gabby, like come DM me. She was went through Ignite. We helped her launch her business. We're continuing to support her as she, um, you know, gets out there. And I love, love, love mentoring amazing people like yourself, like who really do the work really want to make an impact, want to lead, want to do something different because we're stepping into a new system where we're stepping out of the system, building a new one. Like we're stepping into a new era. Like there's, we got to change the way we do things. And that means taking holistic approaches to the way we heal and um, doing the fucking work ourselves and self-responsibility. So it's, if you're like that, come join us, come join our little wacky family and um, it, Ignite will be open for enrollment through September. Um, we'll see if there's a few late comers who want to join us. So hit apply if you've been wondering and then ask Jen about her experience as well, because I'm sure um, she would share about what's, you know, her journey and all of the things that she experienced. Um, but either way, we are your resources and we're here for you for whatever you need. Yes, I absolutely can't say enough about Ignite. I would not be here identifying myself as the boundaries queen without yes. Like <laughs> yes, I'm yes, yes. not able to expand that way or set some boundaries in other areas of my life so that I could be in this place to say and do these things. Mm, absolutely. I really, I love that and appreciate that so much. Like all I ever want is for you guys to like get out there and do the work because truthfully, like everything else, when it comes to like social media and business and like all these other things, entrepreneurship, creating your offer, pricing, like you don't have time to waste on that stuff. Like let's help you with that. And then we get you out so that you can do the healing work because the world is in a lot of pain. We need all of you guys who have healing gifts, spiritual gifts. Um, you know, if you're energy workers, if you're mediums, if you're psychics, if you're witches, if you're therapists, if you're coaches, or you want want to be a coach and you're a therapist, like whatever kind of healer you are, body practitioner, somatic healer, like we want you and we want to show you how to get out there and, and make a, create a business around what you already love doing, helping the people you want to help, making an impact in the world, stepping into your leadership and creating massive abundance from a place of deep purpose and alignment, which feels so good. And it takes a minute to get up and running, but once you're up and running, it is incredibly just like life-changing. You can live life on your terms. So I'm super excited and passionate about this program so much and also about people like you. So thank you for, you know, call stepping into your calling and like, you know, being here for this shift in the planet. You know, it's not easy holding space. And if you're listening, like we honor you, if you are holding space for others, if you're a therapist or coach or healer right now, and you are, um, yeah, if you're, if you're holding space for people while also doing your own work, mad respect, mad respect to you guys. Absolutely. It is tough work and takes a lot of energy, but it is so worth it to get to the other side. Yes. So before we um, kind of jump off here, where can we find you and how can we, if we have Instagram, like where, what's your handle, share your information for us. And of course you guys, this will all be in the show notes as well. And then let us know what you have open right now for enrollments. Yes. 
So my business is JG Green Thinking. So I'm on Instagram at JG Green Thinking, and you can find my website at jggreenthinking.com. And I do have two spots open right now for enrollment in inner work coaching. And that mm-hmm. is one-on-one. We meet twice a month for individual calls. You have Voxer support throughout the three-month period. And it's just a wonderful container for us to really deep dive into these because everything is so specific to you. So I do have a free group gather where, you know, you can learn what it's like to work with me, but it's really in the individual time together, the healing, where the boundary setting, where all the change and transformation can help. Mm, Yes. You guys get on those two spots because they're going to go quick, especially now with the holidays coming. It is the ideal time to learn how to set some boundaries. Um, Like I know for me, if you're going home for the holidays or something like that, you may want to learn how to lovingly tell people to stop asking when you're going to have a baby or um, maybe stop asking you how big your plate is or whatever, whatever um, about your job or how much money you make or whatever. So those uncomfortable questions you can start to practice and say, So what else is new and change the subject or whatever it is. I don't want to talk about it. Um, but yes, hit Jen up and you guys, thank you for joining us again for another chit chat, a little, um, community time. And I would love to hear your feedback. So be sure to tag us in your stories. If you're listening, take a screenshot, um, and share with us what your takeaways are from today. And if you have any questions at all, our DMS are open all the time. So please head on over to my page or Jen's page and let us know what your thoughts are or questions are and we're so happy to help and until next time take good care of yourselves and we'll talk to you soon And that's our episode for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us at the Conscious Leadership Podcast. I'm so excited. This next year, 2021, is going to be huge. We have so many guests that are coming on that you are going to love. I'm going to be doing some more solo casts and own therapy coaching. We have so many things rolling out for you. Retreats, another round of Ignite starting in May, another one starting at the end of the summer, a mastermind, and so many other things. So be sure to stay tuned with us on Instagram. Follow me at ohm underscore therapy underscore coaching and stay tuned for so much goodness coming up. As always, I would love to hear your feedback. Head over to iTunes and leave us a review and I would love to give you a free copy of my subconscious reprogramming workbook and that is absolutely free. Just send me a screenshot of your review and on Instagram and I will be so happy to send that over as my gift for you. And I am sending you so many hugs, so much love, and I hope that this week you are able to find just a little bit more joy in your life. Have a good one, guys.